yours doesn't pick up. Yeah, the the Zoom suppression. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it yeah. wants to suppress us. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the it's Zoom has gone woke. Yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't want to hear the truth. Whenever we start, Zoom though, was bought by Dominion. Yeah, whenever we start speaking facts, Zoom's uh, it tells us that we sexually assaulted people. Exactly, exactly. the Matrix uh, comes for us and silences just, us, just, just like all, know, just like all the great the thinkers and men of our time, just like Andrew Tate, just like Donald Trump, just like Russell Brand, just like Tucker Carlson, Bill O'Reilly. Just like Stephen Crowder, Wait, Al, Al Franken, Franken no. just like Henry Weinstein, <laughs> Bill Cosby, Henry Weinstein, just like uh, Henry Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. <laughs> yeah, his brother. Yeah, I, I don't know who is Harvey. <laughs> the Weinstein brothers are out. Yeah, uh, yeah. just Mario like Mario Brothers, just like the Mario <laughs> Brothers, Chemical Brothers. The Chemical what about, Brothers, what about the brothers uh, that made the Matrix in the first place. Just like you they're, can't they're even go see. Now. You you can't they canceled Ringling Brothers too. You know? Like you can't even go see them anymore. Um yeah. all of the, the Matrix is silent. Warner Brothers. Cool. Bailey can go Warner, fuck himself. Though. Warner Brothers, that's why their movies always do shit. The brothers yeah. the box office. Because of Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. Yeah. Um <laughs> They're on the inside. Just like doing. Woody Allen. Um, Woody from Toy Story, Tim Tim and Woody, the Allen brothers. Uh, I mean, I love love all of these dudes, man. I love that live Allen brothers record. Yeah. Live at Fillmore. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Wow. Crashed and fucking burned. The Almond Brothers. The Almond Brothers. Uh, the Almond Milk Brothers. Uh, the, they've all been silenced by the Matrix. All of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's it's uh it's because they're they're telling the truth, man. Yeah. That's what's going on. <sighs> man. Did we ever have like smart truth tellers? <laughs> I can't remember now because I feel like we've had that like in the of... in the vein of like truth telling, like that that kind of like when when someone calls themselves a truth teller, you know what they are. Like. One might say that they doth protest too much. Yeah, one might say that, but one would not, <laughs> not say that on this podcast. Not on this podcast. podcast, uh, podcast uh, God damn it! Yeah. Uh, we have we have hit our limit years ago uh, with that phrase. Josh, when you say truth tellers, that's what you like. That's that's what you you like. It's like truth teller with like a little trademark symbol up in the corner. Like you know yeah, yeah. what they're going for when they yeah. call themselves a truth teller. But is there like a? I don't know. We'll say we'll say even good in quotes. But is there like a good version of it? Hmm. Once again, in quotes. If anyone's thinking about it too, Carl hard. Sagan. Mm, think I an feel actual like, scientist. I feel like the good ones are dead. Uh, and some of the dead ones were bad too. Yeah, <laughs> I would argue that a lot of the civil rights leaders, like Malcolm X, was a pretty decent truth teller. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's like if you're an actual truth teller. So so as of this recording, um, let me look this up because this is this is actually a great great topic. Um, people that call themselves a truth teller are never actually the ones that are endangering their lives, right? And the ones that I would say are like presenting very difficult truths about the way our world works, 
those are the ones that are generally actually at risk of powerful forces silencing them. It's like that lawyer that represented that tribe in the Amazon that got put on house arrest uh, mm. by Chevron. He like took Chevron to court and won and they like uh, basically steamrolled him in this private court that was the public wasn't allowed to see the inside of. Um, I forget the guy's name right off the bat, but it's a crazy, crazy situation. Right? What's his name? Yes, Tomater. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get that, but uh, uh, so cars. yes, I, I get yeah, Josh. Thank you. I, I know the movie Cars. I have no idea what the fuck that has to do with that dude from <laughs> suing uh, the oil companies. Is anyway, Cars linked to Maximum Overdrive? Um, yes. let's see. God damn, this dude posts so fucking much. Where are you looking okay. at your own page? Uh, <laughs> this dude. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm always astonished by how much you do, and I'm like, you have to have an assistant by how much you post. Yeah, yeah. He he also runs uh, RFK Junior's uh, <laughs> Twitter page. Yes, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and RFK. his assistant, and then uh, Will's assistant runs his. Yeah, yeah. I, I run. That's why I uh, I forgot to switch accounts. <laughs> When I uh, <laughs> told Tim Dillon, I could see why that chick ungayed you, um, <laughs> which yeah. is one of that. That might have that is up there in the pantheon of funniest things presidential candidates have ever said. Um, it immediately is like is, close yeah. to the metal stand. Is that like, his w- Howard Dean scream? Um, no, no, not at all. <laughs> because that, that was that was back when you could actually like have a gaff, and now yeah. gaffs don't exist anymore. Um, are you fam- you're not familiar with the Howard Dean scream, Vic? No, I just know it's Will the sound Helm. in Star Wars movies. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Same joke, same time. Nice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> also, the name of a really underrated band is anyway. it Howard Dean scream? Yeah, uh, Will screamo. No, uh, no Wilhelm the scream, Wilhelm scream. Um, okay. Tower Dean anyway. scream. Fuck all of y'all. Never mind. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so the Howard Dean scream. Howard Dean was a presidential candidate in 2004. He was like in the primaries with John Kerry and uh, what's his nuts from North Carolina. That John was running. Edwards. John Edwards. Yeah. Don't let the country um, get on the Johns. He uh, uh, <laughs> uh, he was at a rally. I forget, like during one of the primaries or something. And the crowd was like, you know, going crazy cheering for him. And he just like screamed into the microphone, just like a, yeah, it was like, yeah, but the microphone, like people have gone back and analyzed this because it was like, he had a ton of momentum going into the primaries and he was one of the more like progressive, like he was almost like the version of, if I remember correctly, like a closer to a Bernie than any of the, you, but, yeah, yeah, any of the other candidates at the time. And that one scream got made into such a big fucking deal that it tanked him in the polls. Like the the media they made was like, on Chappelle's show for crying out loud. Yeah, they they made fun of it like literally everywhere, and there were tons of op eds about is this unhinged person really suitable to be president? <laughs> like it was the it's the most reading reading it now. It is the most insane commentary you could possibly imagine about someone just like. You know, at a rally, yeah. just yeah. just getting excited. So, this reminds me of like uh, what's his name, Ralph Nader, where he just like became the joke about Ralph Nader is that nobody votes for him. 
Right. But, right. but it's like, what, did he have any like bad policies or was he like no, a terrible No, no, Ralph Nader, Ralph Nader for it was decades just a was ahead of the curve on, on basically every possible issue you could imagine. Um, yeah, I think but, he had, he had a big hand in like making seat belts mandatory and yeah, saving oh, lots of lives. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and it's like, and the reason that <laughs> he wasn't He's, get, he is why I can't enjoy a fucking road beer these days, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he is the master nader. Okay, never mind. Fuck him then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but like he though? got he got discounted just because of the meme. It's like mm-hmm. it's the joke is that nobody votes for him became so popular. I mean, did you, do you think that's some kind of fucking uh, psyop isn't the right word, but like underground, like, uh, I don't know. Well, what no, the it's, word a, it's above ground. It's the media manufacturing the idea that third party candidates should never run or never be taken seriously. There was an right. idea that like, Oh, he's going to take away so many votes in the election. I'm like, no, he's not like, I was like, really not even, I wouldn't say there was a, not even a dent made. I'm like, but, but I mean, not in the like primary, he wouldn't like. Can't, oh, I guess he was an independent candidate, huh? Uh, yeah, I, 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 Green I don't remember I what say? party he ran for. Honestly, I think Green Party at one point. Conspiracy is the wrong term because they're kind of out in the open about it. Yeah, but, and like I would say, propaganda is not exactly the right term either because they're not like blatantly saying exactly what they're trying to they're right, right they're trying to like go about it in like a sideways way they're like oh isn't it funny how nobody right. votes for him ha 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 everybody traditionally we're just now entering the age where the main the most mainstream media outlets like the the top tier of them don't have a stranglehold on the clicks and views like they always have but what they would used to do basically uh, those traditional legacy outlets, they traded off op-eds and columns in their papers for access to both major political parties, right? So it was within their interest to dissuade the public from ever taking any of these candidates seriously. So, you know, they would they would do that by basically having the towing the party line with both of the major political parties and, uh, you know, manufacturing consent, basically, uh, however those parties, whichever party was in power, needed them to do. It's, that's how we ended up going to war with Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, that's, that's your most recent, like, major, major uh, version of this shit. Um, when we pulled out of Afghanistan, when Joe Biden pulled out, uh, out all the forces, one of the... the funniest things i saw was within the week after that happened the same story appeared in every just about every major outlet you could find about how we just get like how much potential minerals and metals precious metals that we need for american manufacturing is over there in afghanistan and we just left this all to the chinese and it was literally the exact same story with the exact same talking points bullet points facts everything every magazine you can think of every newspaper ran this every major television outlet like ran the same version of this story and it's because a lot of manufacturing uh, uh, enterprises want us over there in the Middle East for these resources. It's the same thing with the oil uh, in the Middle East in, in 2003, 2004. So, um, I don't know how we got on this subject. <laughs> what were we talking about? Truth telling? Yeah. Is that what it was? Um, yeah. yeah, you said you, you asked if the ungayed thing was his Howard Dean 
moment. So anyway, Howard Dean had his presidential candidacy hopes crash and, and burn. And his cousin had the sausages. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's who funded most of his campaign, actually. Um, uh, it was funded was, by Big Sausage. Yeah. It, it, he didn't like that's that that was kind of the bigger scandal is that he uh, it turns out the people that he hired for his campaign were only getting paid in breakfast sausage <laughs> and not money. So and not by the even time, dinner sausage. No, no, just breakfast sausage. No, they don't make dinner sausages. That's no, it's a whole different, uh, uh, you know. Sausage uh, product, sounds like but, a pretty sick underground mixtape. Um, uh, so by the time they found that out, though, all the sausage had spoiled. Like, you can't put sausage in a bank account. You have to put it in a refrigerator. So um, it was a terrible, terrible uh, safety arrangement. box. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, so back to the truth-telling thing. <laughs> the people that consider themselves to be truth-tellers are quite often living incredibly mundane lives and they have to feel like they are brushing up against the establishment in like a nefarious way or like an adversarial way. Um, perfect example of this, Scott Adams. He posted, he posted yesterday at two thirty-three PM. I can't give you details. But this is a good time to tell you I am not considering suicide. Hashtag hunted. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. You're the guy that drew Dilbert. <laughs> <laughs> you have a fucking Dilbert-shaped pool in your backyard. No, he does not. I yes, he, he does. Just for oh that reason, God. I hope he is hunted. Yeah, I do too. And right? I hope that's their motivation is just to kill the dude with a fucking Dilbert-shaped yeah, pool. Yeah, just for having that swimming pool instead of... Uh, you like no like like who who is who does he think is hunting does he think his his posts i mean his tweets I are so powerful you, i could tell you who he thinks is hunting them but i just don't want to say the words jews yeah and blacks yeah but but but, but like that's not no like Kathy, no no <laughs> there's no reason to edit it like that's I don't what know. he I thinks. I feel weird of saying that. I don't know. But that's okay. that is what he thinks. Yeah. If you edit that out, that means you think that also. I'm just I'm just gonna throw that out there. You're in agreement with him. <laughs> just so you know. Yeah, like you can. If yeah. you tell me that, that means you agree with him. I do agree <laughs> with him that you think that. Um, <laughs> uh, so. But but no, because this is this is not the type of thing that you put. If if that's who he was talking about, I think it would be more about like he would do one of those posts that you see on Twitter is like I can't even you can't even go grocery shopping anymore without getting knocked out at a crosswalk by a black guy. Yeah, you know, well, like it would be one of those exact words. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. That you you see that well, shit a lot with, with people who ne literally never go. To like never visit a city, like they have, they have somebody else do their grocery shopping I mean, for and them. And he's so many uh, levels away that he doesn't even know whether or not his assistants going to get his groceries are getting knocked out every day. Yeah, Nor exactly. does he care yeah. to even find <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> no, he doesn't give a is shit at like, all. Secretary, is his secretary named like you know like Assistant Bert or something? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's probably what he calls them, no matter what their name is. He's got to be alluding to, I don't know, I guess the CIA, the FBI. I don't know who, who, who in the, like maybe, uh, I don't know, who's a rival uh, comic artist that would be going after the creator uh, of Dilbert? The creator of Sherman's yeah. Lagoon? 
Get, no, like, yeah, Bill Waterson's going to kill him. Bill Waterson's <laughs> going to, yeah. It, Gary Larson's going to show up at his house in a fucking ski mask or something. The guy who did that. Jim straight. Davis. Maybe there's a triumvirate of them. We need an Avengers. We need a, a, a newspaper comic Avengers to take out Scott Adams. Who's the person who uh, wrote Doonesbury? Gary Trudeau. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think. Is that no, right? Justin's right. cousin. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's his dad, actually. Like, no lie. Really? Yeah. Crazy. No, no not at all. That would, that would be insane. Uh, Speaking that of truth tellers. Yeah. Well, I, I was wondering if he, I wonder if he's embroiled in, like, they do the Burger King burgers um, mm-hmm. and the whole, like, <laughs> Russell Brand thing. You, you Oh, you're, you're saying who, like, Scott Adams is involved, or the oh, people after Scott Adams is also Adams the people after... The okay. Matrix is after him, too. Yeah, or... You know, yeah. Uh, that's mean, a good point. Know. You know, some people, I just read in some dumbass comment section today that people think that uh, <laughs> Russell Brand went full-on conspiracy theory right-wing weirdo because he was trying to get out ahead of the sexual assault allegations he knew that would be coming eventually and wanted to align himself. Yeah. And he wanted to be like, see, I'm telling the truth and that's why they're coming to get me. I wonder if like, he's doing this like suicide. Maybe he's like, he knows there's sexual assault allegations coming out against him. He's like, well, I better tell everybody that I'm not going to kill myself. That Guess I'm like, I better oh, die see, now. They just did this instead <laughs> of killing me. It's uh so so I I know what you're talking about. Somebody there's a, a subreddit called Low Stakes Conspiracy uh, <laughs> that people post their very low stake uh, like ideas and, and conspiracy theories. And like seven months ago, someone posted that I think uh, Russell Brand's shift rightward is because there's going to be accusations coming out against him. Um, motherfucker called it like nailed yeah. the hell out of it. But, I mean, it's it's at this point, it's just kind of like where things go. I feel like a lot right, of these people, right. because I think that's also where they develop. If they don't, if they don't have the personality, which they don't, um, that kind of tells them to kind of like look inward and be like, "What did I do wrong?" Kind of thing. Right. But instead, then they just make themselves like. You know, persecuted from yeah, they're, like they, I didn't do it. They're you martyrs. Know. They're martyrs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he's like everything. saying, like, I could say it's a witch hunt now. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. That's exactly yeah, it, right. But it's also like a correlation causation thing because, like, I think you tend to, you have to tend towards the kind of like narcissistic sociopath to be able to peddle this kind of conspiracy theory bullshit in the first place, right. and that's just the kind of person who would also commit sexual assaults as well. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't I don't the the profile of who does and doesn't do that shit is kind of like it's also there's a, a a pretty strong correlation to like the loudest guy in the room being an ally to women that you know you, you know who says all the right things you right. know is over the top. Joss Whedon, right? You like he was he was uh, uh That's a good point. You know, he was he was thought of as this like, you know, uh super ally when it comes to women on the sets of movies, and it turns out he was a huge shitbag too. So there there's I, I think the spectrum is pretty broad <laughs> when it comes yeah, to I guess trying to be the mentalist about this isn't the best way to go. Exactly. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's just it's just the the most common thread, and even even this is uh when it comes to celebrities, is just power you know it's it's just power quite often um uh and i i guess that's 
that's more of not a trait innate to the men that do this shit because there's lots of powerless men that uh that commit you know shit like this too that that commit these crimes yeah, and, and I guess all there's the just not much rhyme or reason there's there's not a there's not a like, pattern really at all just like serial killers and shit they all completely different right people right i think it's just a matter economy. like quite yeah. often in this in this vein like russell brand uh the more powerful you are the easier you can make it go away and stave it off for the longer time because you have the resources to do so quite often um and yeah, it's a uh, it's kind of gnarly when accusations like this come out and basically the collective internet goes, "Hmm, yeah, could probably have seen this coming." Like, you <laughs> huh? know, the, this 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 type of guy, like that would that's a I don't know, maybe take a beat, look at yourself in the mirror, <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of moment when the when the entire world basically goes, "Yeah, that that seems to track based yeah, maybe on your crystals you, and shit aren't working yeah, so good." Yeah, exactly. Now, out of curiosity, um, if any of these comments or anything like that come out as sounding weird, anybody they might misconstrue it. Do I have a plain a plain enough background? I can issue an apology video and seem like I'm one of the yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> what is that about? That is yeah. fucking a weird thing. That yeah, Ryan. All of your like line up all of your Funko Pops. Um, <laughs> and, Don't have and, any of uh, those left, but. Uh, Oh well, then you are broke. You had to sell all of your Funko Pops. <laughs> the pair uh, I sold like ninety five percent of them. Right? Wow. Well, uh, ninety five percent. That is that is like that is some such growth, a big man. Boy, that is <laughs> who's a big boy. <laughs> Thank you. I I, uh, I went up in size for my Huggies diapers. <laughs> um, but I like you know I. The the thing where they like have to make sure that they have no makeup on, so they you have to like look. See, yeah, I'm you have to, yeah, yeah. Um, like, I have to, I have to get Maybelline from the Dollar Tree too. <laughs> it's a uh, it, look at how genuine we are. Exactly, exactly. The and the uh, the funny thing is is that that one account that posted uh, something to the extent of I'm insane enough because I've watched their architectural yeah. digest video to know exactly <laughs> where this apology video was taken. And it's like this like crazy looking infinity pool overlooking this like wine country and like all of this uh, like super rich uh, but it's also state fun, looking like, shit. Whenever you can't see. And by the way, we're talking about Ashton Kutcher and Milo Kunis. Uh, and Andrew Barrow. Andrew apology Barrymore. video and Drew Barrymore. Whenever you can't see like where they uh, posted it, yeah, it is like a plain thing, but um, it, it's just like thinking about how they had to like crouch in a place that wasn't really meant to be filmed at, like right, that angle right. uh, with Ashton Kutcher. Like it's like, so did they? <laughs> were they laying on the ground like next to this wall? I mean, no, they were sitting the in a couple chairs with I think the laptop just like kind of propped up in front of them. See, if, if I didn't read their architectural digest issue or whatever, like I would think that they were like sitting on a potted plant behind a 7-Eleven or something by the video. You know? <laughs> just, yeah, like a refurbished building. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's what obviously what they were going for. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, they, uh, it, it's, it's funny, uh, like celebrities use kind of kind of like you know there's there's interior and exterior designers and architects to the stars are they going to start you know it used to be popular to have like a uh, a panic room uh built into your house but are they going to start designing apology rooms 
for <laughs> celebrities? Like, that's, is that going to be like that's is that going to be a selling point in the in the in the the when the realtor shows you around the house? And here's and if you're ever if the Matrix ever comes after you and cancels you, uh, this is a great this is a perfect spot to record your apology video. You can do it with a ukulele, without a ukulele. Uh, you you know that's just part of the uh, the listing on the MLS. This is, uh, it feels like we now have this Venn diagram now with your bit with like JP Sears videos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because that feels like a video he would make, but like, and so unfunny. Like, because his would be like, you know, exactly that bit. Cause he has things where it's like, well, now you can just wear diapers. You know, grown <laughs> men can wear diapers. And it's like, you're like, you fucking like Neo Ray Stevens. Like, what are you doing? Like I don't know. Do y'all know who that guy is? No. I I, I know the name. Uh, Didn't he change his name when he? Converted what, did to we Islam? talk about him on here? JP we had Sears? to have. Like okay. he's he's like a ginger with like long hair. Um, and he does oh, conservative, so free conservative skits. About, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying? Oh, you're saying that I? You did you just compare me it. to JP Sears? Well, you you motherfucker! Is that what you captured okay. one of his bits? <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. Uh, but that see, but that's exactly. the thing. Like, but but that's the funny thing, right? Is that we're we're all like funny. We're all funny, first of all. But we're all we're all we're all on the left here, and he's on the right. But but like the people on the left looked at that video first and was like, "You guys are full of fucking shit. Look yeah. at this bullshit. Look at this manufactured stuff." Like, quite often, th- this good evidence, Josh, of the fact that. It's not about the content quite often that those right wing comics uh it's like like are are choosing to talk about because people on the left also blast it too. It's the fact that you're not funny. Like that's that's the problem yeah. is that you're just not good at this shit. Well, they also think I think people like JP Sears think that it's kind of like when you're not part of a group and we all kind of do this in some way, you kind of just generalize and make them one thing. Right, and so I feel like with JP Sears, he's like, "Well, we on the right can see that everyone on the left is like this." Right, and it's like, "No, we watch your video, and we're like, none of us have ever done anything you're saying in this video." So it's just, it's yeah, it's very stupid. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, we're yeah. all kind of laughing at at it, which I think is the thing that right wing comedians are missing. That it's like you could just be a decent comedian, right, and kind of make an observation overall. Yeah, and but that would probably be funnier. That's the uh, the safety net for the shitty comedian. You know, you could just like take a take a really hard stance on something, and then if somebody's like, "You're not funny," they're like, "Well, you know, you just disagree with the points that I'm making with my and politics." Then, and then you, yeah, you disagree with my politics, and you never in your life will ever be able to convince them that it's not the fact that you disagree; it's the fact that you're actually not funny. It's right. like the joke itself isn't funny, whether I agree with it or not. They will never believe that. Ever. Well, that's also how they they get their foot in the door with the right wing media uh, tour, you know, where, uh, you know, my my I got my shows canceled, uh, yeah, you right. know, like I, my tour had to get yeah. canceled. Uh, I, I got kicked off of, you know, doing this college engagement. I got blah, blah, blah. And it's it's all, you know, they, they're all very quickly it, again. Thou I got arrested too for much. burning a cross on my neighbor's it, yard. Yeah, right? It's it's all projection because they they very quickly they they talk about the oppression Olympics. They talk about victimhood, 
as this thing that only the left does. And that's literally how they end up selling, you know, uh, uh, you know, people basically selling records or selling books or going on this media tour is how they they've been canceled uh, by mainstream media or whatever. Like they yell about it the loudest and are the first to do it when it's convenient to sell, you know, records or, or, you know, make it a reason that people should support them, you know, go to, go to my Patreon or whatever. What do you think? Okay. So if we're, since I guess we'll say we're, we're on the left, uh, what are our kind of, uh, cliches that if we overgeneralize the left that we do, because I feel like there's certain things on the right where people will say, they'll say woke, you know, they'll say I've been canceled kind of thing. Like what are the left cliches that we cringe at? Mm. Like, I feel like the, there's so many, I don't know where to begin. Like, uh, you know, that Mulder she wrote kind of thing. Like, really anything. Uh, they uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> easy shots of Trump. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's more, yeah. it's more of the... Cheeto. I guess for me, it's more of the the neoliberal, like the the type of person that uh, claims they want to see the homeless problem uh, or the the issue of homelessness taken care of, but doesn't want anything built in their backyard, like like you know the progressive nimbies that do- yeah. donate to democratic campaigns and then but then they show um, up to the uh the city office meeting yes, to be like yeah. oh well i yeah. just think that the noise of the construction would be too yeah. loud in my exactly exactly yeah you know this is my topic basically I, I yeah i wanted to bring up the climate change protesters you know i don't know if you've ever seen these videos of like how more like intrusive the protests are becoming you know mm-hmm. like blocking streets or oh, i think even less intrusive like the entrance to a bank they'll block the way right and and if you read the comment section all the comments are like these fucking pieces of shit like i wish i could mace them or like beat the shit out of them right, for being right. in my way and it's That's like, generally the comments we get <laughs> yeah right yeah the whole george center beehive is just people saying that you know? <laughs> basically yes yeah. we we it's have tough. haters we don't have fans we have and, haters <laughs> but the the funny thing is like man like these these people make me feel like i don't give a shit about climate change anymore and it reminds me of something that i think will said a long time ago where I've, i'm always more along the lines like i think that propaganda fucking works because people are stupid but I think Will said something sometime one time where it was like those people were just looking for a reason anyway, you know? Right. And that's like right. a lot of these comments, like they're just looking for some reason to be on the other side. And, exactly. And you know, people that are trying to fucking go out there and make a difference, it's like do something because like we are so like they say like riots are the voice of the unheard, like protests, like we can't do anything in in the the avenues that you're supposed to go down are like fucking pointless you know so blocking the fucking entrance to a bank like i i get like block like having a problem with blocking a street where like an ambulance is trying to get through or something but like who who's really put out because they can't physically go into a bank you can just go walk to the you know the atm thing and put your money in instead of going in it's, and, it's, and somebody was like, "What? Th- this lady is trying to get in the bank. Like, what if she's like trying to go to her job and she's going to get fired?" I'm like, "You don't want a job." Just made a story. Yeah, right. And it's like, <laughs> what, it's who's going to fire you because there's people blocking your ability to get into yeah, the right, building? Right. Like, they're not going to be like, "You should have, you know, 
started a mosh pit with them to get through. Like they were going to be understanding that you couldn't get into the goddamn building. And if they're not, you don't want that job anyway. Yeah. You, you, uh, you just kind of hit the nail on the head. Uh, whenever people like you, you said Vic that are looking for an excuse to get mad at the, you know, and the, quite often these are people that, uh, you know, I'm politically homeless. Like I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a radical centrist or whatever, <laughs> yet they never, ever, ever agree with anything on the left. It's just that they realize that the Republican party as they grew up knowing it is so fucking out of control. Uh, you know, they, it's, they're in a race to the bottom that they don't want to call themselves a Republican because they still have a little bit of shame, but they never agree <laughs> with anything on the left. Right. Uh, so they, they are looking for an excuse to get mad at people that are protesting for progressive causes and they have to make up a scenario in their head in which this, you know, blocking the entrance to a bank or something would be an issue. Uh, I understand now, like I've, I've seen instances where people are protesting, uh, like blocking streets and stuff for where like, they're not letting emergency vehicles through. That's stupid. That yeah. is stupid. That is a recipe for disaster. And that is a recipe to get the general public against you and, you know, uh, overall speaking. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of these situations where like the point is not to, disrupt like all of these protests none of them are like they're not immediately functional there's nothing about blocking the entrance to a bank that is going to do anything against climate change right well against in, a, in an immediate or, or, fashion yeah or whatever issue you're talking about but what it does do is get you on the news and your cause on the news. Yeah. That is that is the point of it. It is the point to draw attention. It's the same thing that people do on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or TikTok where they purposely post something outrageous. Like that is that is the entire thing. So if you if you purposely post something awful, if you're Tim Pool or something or you're um uh Tim Dillon or Tim Cook from Apple or whatever, <laughs> Tim Allen, so Tim yeah. Allen or uh, whoever, and you post something that is essentially awful to drive engagement, to drive views, you're doing the exact same thing as those people on the left that are like blocking the bank. Now, I'm not saying I'm not equating the two. I'm saying that you're doing it for attention, right? You're doing it for attention in on the 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 shitheads online in their case they're doing it to drive engagement to their page uh the people blocking the bank are doing it to draw attention to the cause that they're they're trying to represent does that make sense like i'm not trying to equate the two as far as morally uh equitable there <laughs> um but uh that's that the same is tactic that's that's the larger point that they are doing it for yeah. I mean, I think like when I was thinking of it, I'm like, what are these like terms, not even like kind of policy type things, um, you know, like form, you know, some sort of protest or something. But it's like, because I feel like a lot of the right just has like these kind of buzzwords that they use. Like what right, kind of the, the reason they have those, Josh, is because they they co-opted them from the left. Then what like, are ours? Do we have do we? Well, not? I, I think the left, I, I think that like, I think the left side of the spectrum comes up with a term like cancel culture for instance like like to cancel someone 
that had a very specific meaning. Uh, woke had a very specific meaning. Yeah. And then the right, like basically by the time it gets to its saturation point, the right grabs it and turns it into a negative and then like the left side like nobody ironic or unironically uses woke anymore you know like like people people, yeah that's disturbing it makes me think about that like how we actually had a problem with russian bots promoting fake new actual fake news stories sure sure and then like donald trump was like well cnn is really fake news and it's like well yeah they may they they might not have their problems but that's not on the same level of russian bots on social media and now when if you say the words fake news you don't think of russian bots on social media you think of cnn you know and see and, and i think like the right what happens is is the 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 people that originate or coin these terms use it very specifically and by the time that the right starts crying about how everything's woke these days or everybody's canceled or you know uh fake news this fake news that nobody is unironically using the term anymore they're just complaining about themselves using the fucking term all the goddamn time (laughs) you know it's like it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy so they don't so we're saying that they don't create any new content I don't think they have in a very long time. Uh, like trickle down economics, that was the last thing that they. Uh, yeah, and and you know what? What what? Uh, I have to like whenever I'm in conversation with people, trickle down economics. That was originally called the bull and sparrow economics, I believe. Um, meaning that the bull eats and eats and eats, shits out seeds and stuff that the sparrow then comes and pecks like the seeds out of the shit, literally out of the bullshit. That was a model used to describe trickle down economics where the rich eat as much as they want. And the poor people get to peck out the, the very little bit of nutrients from the bullshit. That's what trickled. And it was originally described that way to uh, give you the idea of how, you know, no pun intended, how bullshit it was. Uh, for an economic theory. And then in the 80s, they turned it into something, you know, uh, they just rebranded it. Some uh, There was someone on Twitter that was saying that they were like, are Republicans co-opting, they said, hipster culture, which I, it doesn't mean anything now, um, with things like... I, don't, uh, I would say it never fucking meant It anything. never meant anything. But they, they were saying that basically the Republican version of what was cool is now Zach Bryan and Shane Gillis. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think it's, it's, it's like, I don't think there is, I think you're trying to put them, you're trying to almost give right wing something like, I'm like, I don't (laughs) think both of these people view themselves as right wing, whether they are or not. I think it's just, you know, the right also has rage, rage against the machine too. (laughs) They have that. Like, I'm like, I think we're, it's (laughs) like, we're just trying to give, we're trying to just, we're like, they don't have anything. So let's just create two things that we can just give them. Who was it? Shane Gillis and who else? And uh, Zach Bryan, the country singer guy. He's kind of like the people are kind of. He's almost like the. uh, Is he related to Luke Bryan? No, it does get confusing though. But he's gotten really popular. He's almost like it's not a left right thing. It's more that I think uh, it's kind of like grunge. It's like uh, (laughs) record labels were looking for their own Tyler Childers and uh jason isbell because i feel like they can't technically claim them because they've kind of made their own way mm-hmm. so 
the labels because he's like came right out of the gate like with stuff that he recorded himself and then was like signed to warner brothers like right away and he just got like a huge following because he was already like he was able to co-opt a movement that was uh, already pretty big like people like jason isbell that have been doing it for years and it doesn't mean because i mean i haven't listened to much of his music and it seems fine um but but it's just sort of like they were able to plug him in to an existing thing and i'm not saying he's not like talented in some respects. So you're just, saying he's an industry plant. Yeah, I guess you could you could say that. Yeah, I mean I think like he's pretty young. You know, he got a lot but of I don't funding. I don't know anything yeah. about this guy. I don't know his politics. I don't know I like the only thing I know about Shane Gillis is that he got hired for SNL and then these podcast recordings of him doing racist Chinese uh impressions uh resurfaced and SNL was like Ew. like like yeah. we hired this guy alongside our first full-time Asian cast member and it was a bad fucking look for SNL and then Shane Gillis because he you know according to uh the, the right wing he got canceled uh, which all he did was just not get a, a hired for a job and for as Saturday you can see, Night Live. Yeah, like for Saturday Night Live, and and he's I, he, he I seems to be doing Saturday better than ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know you've done. God, the amount of <laughs> racist Chinese uh, accents you've done, Vic. You would never get hired for for SNL. Um, yeah, they won't hire Ryan either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they'll hire my nephew, which they already did technically. Does what? He, is no, he, he, was an, he was an extra in that. Um, uh, I need a big boys video with like, uh, I'll send you the link, but you probably won't watch it. So. I, I, you have sent the link before and I have watched it. Uh, wait, is <laughs> this is an SNL thing? Yeah, no, he was actually on SNL. I remember this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, is he, is he, uh, featuring next season? That's assuming that they're shooting. Oh, well, um, so yeah, so Shane Gillis is more popular than he's ever been. Um, he was not canceled. He just didn't get hired for a job. And that's a good example right there of none of us are willing to use the word unironically canceled, you know, uh, like I, he wasn't canceled. Uh, he, he was, he was never canceled. Uh, but he very quickly became a darling on the right for having done, uh, something racist. Yeah. For something (laughs) racist. Exactly. For, for not getting, he became a martyr. Because he didn't get a job, yeah, which also, is, which think, shows you the the barrier for entry there. I, I also think, to his little bit of credit, that I don't think he played, as from my memory, I don't think he played into it like we've seen people that get quote unquote canceled, like your T.J. Millers and stuff like that. Sure, like, sure. I feel like he just kind of kept being a comedian, like he just kept doing whatever shit he does, right. like, and I think that kind of helped him get popular, kind of with everyone. Where I think the kind of the the bad idea it seems to be is like when your TJ Millers kind of just start going on Fox Nation and having shows yeah, only there. Yeah. And gut filled. Go, you got to make an appearance yeah. on gut filled. Like he kind of, I, I feel like it's like, I don't know, his people or he's smart enough to know that just still be a general comedian is probably your better overall thing if you got into uh, some shit. But, yeah. I mean, and you, you know. it, just keep your rank in the comedy army of general comedian. And, uh, <laughs> and, you know, lead, lead I your think when you start believing battle. that you're a right wing comedian, like if you really fall into that box, that's not, I, was just I like mean, our, you'll be fine for a like while. our good friend, Jimmy Caretz out there. 
See, yes, I don't even exactly. know who that is. The guy we talked about him brought last up episode. last uh, oh yeah last weekend. This this guy who is uh, he is pretending. He's either Australian oh, pretending God. to do a Midwest I don't talk accent about this show again. <laughs> or a Midwesterner pretending to live in Australia and making and pretending fake, to and have pretending, shows in actual yeah, comedy theaters with with like with uh, built-in laugh laughter. tracks and like and and he built a stage in his basement and it is all like fake videos. No, that I think he, he built is, a stage on MS Paint. And okay, stood in front right. of a green screen. <laughs> okay, I and he's will, buying uh, votes on Reddit too to get his bits at the top of the uh, the subreddit. Just go oh, back and listen, Josh. Oh, okay, and you, listen you were wondering to... whether or not he was on Twitter, and he definitely is. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he sure is. Yeah. Fuck yes. Okay, <laughs> I got to go follow him after well, this. I will listen to our own podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, let's stop talking about politics, Ryan. What do you got this week? So I was hoping to do this topic when every single person was here, but... Uh, That'll I never think, happen. I th- yeah. Well, I figured <laughs> I'd do it anyway. Um, Josh might know what I'm talking about, but I figured I'd spread it to uh, everybody else in here. Um, so I picked do up I a... Do an antibiotic? Like a disease. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> a disease of the mind. Um, so there <laughs> is a graphic novel I picked up a while back called 8 Billion Genies. And mm. uh, the concept is pretty rad, and I thought that this can make for a fun conversation. So the concept is that suddenly everywhere around the world, all at one time, every single person across the entire globe gets a genie, uh, whether that's an old person, a, a baby, whatever. <laughs> and they, the genie pops up and says, Hey, uh, I'm a little genie for you. Your personal one, you get one wish and one wish only. And then they just disappear. Um, doesn't matter what it oh, is. One, one wish only one wish only. Okay. And then, uh, so of course, naturally, not every person on the planet is going to have the same wish. And you got to really think about, you know, what, how you word it and about how, like, you know, like what you say. For example, you could say, like, oh, like, you know, I wish for infinite wealth. Um, or like, I wish to have like the perfect girlfriend. Or an angsty teenager might say to her parents, like, oh, I wish you all burn in hell. And her parents will literally, uh, burst into flames in front of her. Um, mm. Which does happen. Um, but then you also might look outside and say, oh, like somebody has the ability to fly, but this person has a giant, you know, uh, truckosaurus, um, which is just a giant robot that eats cars and like shoots fire from its eyes. And every issue of it, uh, every issue takes place across the first eight something. So, first issue is like the first eight seconds after they appear, next one's the first eight minutes, next one's the first eight hours. Uh, and it ends up, I think, in, like, the first, like, eight decades as, like, the final one. Okay. So, ideas, what would you wish for? And, you know, do you think that it would have sort of, like, any sort of negative repercussions on the rest of the world? Mm. I would what get if sloppy I wished, with it. What if I wish for no negative repercussions on the rest of the world? <laughs> no, that could potentially work. <laughs> yeah. Do you really want that to be a wish? Are I you, would. Are you I would. <laughs> I would fuck it up. I would wake up at like ten forty-five and be like, "God damn it! I wish I had woken up earlier to get McDonald's breakfast and like not think about what I said." And then I would have blown my wish. Like suddenly it would have been like nine fifteen, and there there goes my wish. <laughs> uh, I have... griddled it away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have two two choice. I know I'm only allowed to pick one, but I have to decide. Uh, I can't narrow it down. So my my first thing would be that uh, I would 
wish that I could own all of the Funko Pops that Ryan sold. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, or um, I wish that I could figure out what the difference between accept and accept, accept when I'm writing. <laughs> Like I think if Man, I figure I think that it's out, I'd be the strongest hear the difference person. between accept and Saxon. <laughs> <laughs> you would still fuck up affect and effect, though. Like you, you would still get those wrong all the time. Then what, what could I? <laughs> oh, what that would be I the monkey's paw. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You, you never, you never like, use those correctly. I would wish for perfect grammar, but then it'd be really annoying. <clears throat> yes, yes. That's, you would so, be, yeah, that's the monkey's paw yeah. thing. Because then you I would, would like. Even, you would sound like someone who took English as a second language classes. Like that's how you or learn the Jordan language. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that that Jordan Jordan Peterson could say a whole paragraph with something that you could say with like two words? You know. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't use contractions. <laughs> uh, he says "would not." He would never say "wouldn't." You know. Yeah, uh, like he, he just, always does two two spaces after the period. Yeah, he's always like got a word count going in his head because he thinks it makes him smarter. He's like how the college many kid did freshman you order this paper. morning, Jordan. It's not a question about how many I ordered, but if you have to know, I sat down and contemplated about what I must be doing and how many I would be able to sustain myself with. And one has to think, how many McDoubles do you really need? And ultimately, I settled on five. <laughs> Yes, that, uh, a freshman writing a, a paper trying to hit their word count for the first time. It kind of feels like it's like in the Rocky movies where it's like, you won't win by strength, but if you just kind of wear them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Jordan Peterson is the, Yeah, it's the, it's the, the Ollie Rocky Foreman rope conjecture. Yeah. yeah. The real world world version of that, Josh, is just so you know, it's the Ollie versus Foreman. Uh, that's what Ollie did was wear Foreman out and then took him out in like the tenth round or something. I don't, I don't know real boxing. Only yeah, it's called, boxing. it's called <laughs> Rope a Dope. Yeah. Uh, that was also a part of a Simpsons episode, but we're not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you already do your Simpsons reference today? No, I don't think I, I did. swear that one thing you did earlier was a Simpsons reference, but. It, I uh, I'll we'll, take we'll my let it slide. If Josh there. can't recall it, then it technically it doesn't count. We, we got to let it slide. he snuck one past the goalie for sure. <laughs> um, I, so okay, Ryan, what is yours? Yeah, uh, that would be most likely that I. He just wants his Funko Pops back. <laughs> <laughs> He's just. He's been living in regret this entire time. That's the first thing out of this world. Um, I wish I dusted them off before I sold them. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, I'm I, sorry. I, what was your answer really going to be? Though? Uh, I think it would be uh, I wish for true happiness. Okay. All right. Yeah, I guess you can't monkey's paw that, can you? That or the ability to ah! shoot fire from my hands. one in the same yeah one in the same really (laughs) like true Um, but what if okay but you didn't wish for the ability to be fireproof so what if it was extremely painful (laughs) and like melted your hands like you just have like skeleton fingers like because you're they're constantly burning your flesh off so that's the thing it's like that's one of the uh the things they talk about in there is they're like you have to really think about how you're going to word this shit you need and, you. You've got to basically before you make your wish, you have to go get it, uh, like read by a lawyer and like drafted by a lawyer 
like with clauses and if then if this then that yeah. like you know uh uh paragraphs and 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 maybe uh, that's why jordan peterson does there. it like if he doesn't put in all those words and something bad will happen now yeah he might be like cursed by a witch you know <laughs> where if he if he says the the wrong <laughs> yeah, if he says the wrong phrase, then suddenly his uh, it is like truly a witch hunt. He turns into a frog or something. <laughs> what if? Okay, so what if Ryan? If you were like, uh, I wish that I had like you know just the perfect wife, you know, and then like, wait, you get it. Wait, if you had the perfect, <laughs> you, wife, you <laughs> get it. And then, but the monkey's paw is that it's Lauren Boebert. <laughs> oh god i mean how is she not the perfect wife, i mean though? that means he's gonna get oh, a man. handy at the beetlejuice musical so <laughs> yeah. i don't gonna get rowdy still, get kicked out that sounds still like a not good seeing, time to still me, not yeah. seeing the downside from this yeah so. yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that, it's really the coolest thing beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> honestly uh i, I kind of want to talk about that because i'm like is is lauren bobert a hate fuck well, I know you tell you, us. I, I'm I'm asking y'all. Hey, man, I'm just asking questions. Uh, <laughs> all right, what's your answer? Probably. <laughs> she's uh, not right, unattractive. I wanted she's to just go fuck Mary Kill, but... Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Green. Oh, kill Marjorie and, Taylor Green immediately. Yeah, easily. Uh, In Sarah Palin. <laughs> uh, I would probably marry Sarah, oh, Sarah better, Palin because she'd probably Palin, die yeah. sooner. Tommy Lauren. Oh man, I haven't ever thought about that. No, Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Oh. Instead of Marjorie Taylor. Oh Green. man, this is that's that's a that's a fun one. Uh, this um, is starting to feel weird now. Okay. Never yeah, <laughs> y'all. Y- this is yeah, on you and that. you and uh, you God. and Ryan. Yeah, how about, you guys. How about you guys have I would fun. just kill myself and just there say I'm not going to shoot me myself. <laughs> um. So. Lauren Bober, I wanted to stay away from politics the rest of the episode, but I guess we're not going to. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's there's politics have if to we're talking about politics. getting kicked out of a There is something musical. that we could go into politically, but I don't feel like it's like we're just going to say pedantic things that okay. are like, should they have, they should have better scruples. And it's like, well, I don't cares. believe that, though. I, yeah, I, I would prefer, I mean, I prefer a politician be. be like this and have their there's, policies be something I agree they with. They should incorporate that into the musical. So I've got, I've got something. The hand job? that kind of yeah. <laughs> ties back to what Josh was talking about. Like what, like things that annoy you that people on the left do. Um, the, the pearl clutching of what happened. Like I, I get like somebody replied to a, a post of mine and was like, that was a kid's venue. And I was like, no, it wasn't. No, it fucking yeah. wasn't. It was a, <laughs> it was a theater. Like the, you could call it a kid's, venue in the same way that you could call literally any movie theater that has ever shown a yeah, kid's right. movie in it a yeah, kid's if, venue. If kids have been in it. Yeah. I mean, they, even the original Beetlejuice film was like PG-13. Wasn't exactly, it? exactly. Yeah, There's a like, kid's movie. You could, you could absolutely <laughs> take a kid to go see Beetlejuice, but at the same time uh, like... They weren't like people were. T- people have like blown this up. Like I made the. There joke. wasn't a visible penis or nipple that exactly. ever happened. Exactly, and they like, weren't waving in anybody's face like her ex-husband. You know, I exactly yeah at the bowling alley. Absolutely, <laughs> uh, I made the joke that she got kicked out for giving a hand job at the Beetlejuice musical, and then there was some like over the pants touching shit, right? But it was not 
like you said, there was no honestly uh, that'd be okay for a kids venue. It's over the pants, you know. Exactly, exactly. There's nothing. We're we're fine with yeah, that. He could have been, been like, this is Joe Brandon's force. America, you know. <laughs> uh, but people are acting like like I've seen like people on the left or no liberals, I should say not 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 left, but like liberal pearl clutching talking about how she was doing a sex act in public. Yeah. Right. And it's like, if, if that's what you call a sex act, you people need to get laid. Like you need, yeah, no you are severely sexually repressed. If you <laughs> think you that a real sex act, exactly, exactly. Uh, like catching a buzz and feeling a boob, like briefly, like is, is this scandalous. And then there's American the is clutching of like, pie. She, exactly. She's she's a sitting U.S. you know Congress person, and it's like the reason it's called the House of Representatives is because they represent people, and that's some shit that people do. Yeah, I um, really hate the fucking the 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 character evaluation of politicians. It's like I don't give a shit about what they do in their personal lives. It's really what they're going to do in office, like what yeah, choices right. they're going to make. They can all fucking jerk off in movie theaters all day long. I do not care at all. And the, uh, the, the I've, I've seen that I've seen like the 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 claim that she was performing a sex act in public, which is absurd. Then I've seen uh, uh, I guess nobody's upset with the fact that what two people uh, did in uh, without the intent of it being shared publicly is now being spread around like it was caught on camera and being shared. There's actually a term for this, meaning like revenge porn. Uh, like basically the fact that the security camera footage has been shared publicly, they are siding with Lauren Boebert in the sense that, wow, uh, it's, it's like that meme where, uh, uh, oh, people on the left are against, uh, prisons and jail time until it's Donald Trump. Uh, (laughs) you know, that, that kind of, of like, don't y'all feel like hypocrites? Um, which the the absurdity there is like you do this in public it is fair game for people to view it i'm sorry yeah, right. like that is i do wonder how the footage got out but i here's my assumption my assumption is maybe people started attacking the theater and the theater was like well i mean we'll show you why she that's got literally that's literally yeah. what happened i mean that, yeah. that, that's that, there's no question about it the, uh, i the think theater. it's the matrix officials hacked into the system <laughs> yeah and exactly it. exactly same people yeah. after Russell yeah. Brand. Yeah. uh yeah that's exactly think, what uh, happened officer smith was his name basically yeah. she she claimed that she wasn't vaping <laughs> smith that she wasn't being rowdy that she wasn't doing any of this shit and then the theater released the footage saying, yes, you were. And here's the evidence contrary to you. Cause Released they're not the going Bobert to tape. Exactly. <laughs> then I've seen, uh, what is the other thing that I've seen people like liberals claiming? Um, there's a security footage. Oh, calling her a prostitute for this. Like, uh, like calling her date a John. Uh, and basically like the same. Well, well you type have a problem of, with people having a problem with that or they are saying that. I'm saying that, so the, the, you know, we were talking about earlier, like neoliberals claiming that they're on the side of like progressive issues, like yeah. say like ending homelessness or something. Or being then, okay with sex work. <laughs> precisely. Yeah. Uh, but then they turn into NIMBYs at the first chance they get. Right. Uh, they claim that they're okay, like sex work should be made legal, but then they turn around and they use sex work as like an insult against yeah. someone that they don't like politically who was wearing a tight dress and has big boobs. 
uh, that's yeah. like the first. It's the same thing they did with Melania, where they called her a prostitute or like that, that brought up that she really, posed for yeah. na- naked for pictures back in the you know early. Yeah, 2000s that, that always sucks. That it's just like just. And I get the I get the kind of like impulse to want to do that because we see them doing it. But I'm like, and it's not like a, we got to take the high road. It's just like if choose you your fucking have, battles a little bit. Better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Like if we have, exactly. If we have values that we align align ourselves with, then we can't you we can't go against our values to kind of like do the same thing. You know? I just I do want to add by the way that she did deserve to be kicked out for vaping. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. that I mean, that's I think, literally. I just that, wanted like, to see what kind of mod she was rocking. I wonder how many coils she had if she was puffing some clouds, <laughs> <laughs> ripping fat cotton during Beetlejuice. I think it is fair. I think it is fair for a theater if they do see you grab assing to kick you out. But it's not to say that people don't do it. Yeah, and we can't I, be surprised that you know. But yeah, if someone, if you're fondling your wife, and you know the the theater catches you, then you're like, well, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, people that don't do that, like, I probably would trust them less as politicians. Like, yeah, exactly. You exactly. gotta get a little freakier human being. Exactly. Beetlejuice uh, uh, the musical. Yeah. Precise, like, yeah. how do you not get a rock hard cock watching that musical? Only, only, only time this ever happened to me is going to see cats. You know, yeah. <laughs> those buttholes. That's because I watched the butthole cut. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh, but man. it it is it's I don't know it's it's one of those things where uh, like the first instance the first chance liberals get like the the neoliberals the 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 ones that I'm talking about this very specific online crowd uh get to use the basically to to insult someone using things that they're supposedly supportive of the mask comes off you know it's like oh that's what you actually think about this like you're not actually progressive in your thoughts or in your values you just you couldn't wait to insult the idea of you know a woman because you don't like her based on like these other these other things i would say that would be the trope the 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 things on the left that I I get annoyed with the most, Josh. And I don't know how to word this properly, but it seems like it's all just like a tactic because they're in support of their favorite sports team, you know, political party. Yeah. Instead yeah, exactly. of actually yeah. giving a shit about actual the actual policies, they're just rooting for the team that they want to win. You right. Know? Right. It's uh it's it's the whole it's the whole like idea of material uh, conditions, you know, it's, it's, I want my team to win, but if we have to change the system in any way, I'm against that. That's literally what neoliberalism is. It's like full fledged support of the rigged, you know, capitalist yeah. economic system. That is uh, like, it's like unbiased idea that that is in fact that way. <laughs> like everybody on every side would agree with that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And That's, it's like, we think it's bullshit, but let's do nothing to change it. You know? Precisely. Precisely. Let's, let's like, as long as I can, you know, uh, get my coffee for real cheap by exploiting the labor of people around the equator. Uh, that's, yeah. that's really all I'm concerned about. Uh, it turns out. So, um, Josh, what do you got for topics this week? Man, we got really serious in this episode. <laughs> Ryan, have you been reading a novel this whole time? Like you've checked out 15 minutes ago. 
Uh, I'm basically trying to tell the anybody from work asking me to come in to fuck off. Jesus Christ, yeah. man! You That's have you are in more demand than a brain surgeon. I swear to God, if you if if I didn't know anything other than how often you get like texted and called to like come in and save the day, I would say you are like an emergency room heart surgeon or brain surgeon. <laughs> Are you the only competent person that works there? It sounds yeah. like that's what I mean is like the the seriousness and like the demand for you specifically is insane. Well, it's because everyone else there says they have limited availability. And I'm like, I'm only a person who doesn't have anything else going on outside of work other than this. <laughs> and uh I basically was telling them, like, no, I have plans today and I'm not canceling them. Sorry. If you want me to start looking on Indeed for jobs in your area, I I updated my resume a little bit ago. So, what did you add? Did you add any kind of cool skills or did you just podcast? Did did you just put that you sold all of your Funko Pops? Yeah. Um, I said I negotiated my Funko Pops. <laughs> yes, yes, you are to the deal, but yes. Um, did you get? Did you get like a a good payout? Or how many Funko Pops did you sell? I sold. Oh, this was a while ago, and I remember I sold. I think about twelve. I actually didn't have as many as I thought I did, which was uh, you didn't have as many as we pretend like you had. No, I was, that, was, that was that was equally comforting and also like uh, like a little shameful. Uh, that you had twelve. That's not I thought. That. I thought I had That's more. reasonable. Okay. Oh, you. Oh, you were ashamed you didn't have more. <laughs> I was ashamed I didn't have more, but I was also like, oh, that's actually okay. probably good. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was, was like, the most. That, that was the most M Night Shyamalan twist we've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> I was ashamed. Oh, ashamed that you had that many. No, ashamed that I didn't have more. <laughs> now I did sell about um, I think like twelve or so like that um, a while ago. That I got. Well, okay, like, well, I think well, I sold them only for about maybe two fifty. Um, two fifty a piece? No, no, like two hundred. Two hundred fifty. Oh, okay. Sorry, right. yeah. good. Yeah, which okay, so that's, I had that's a lot of people much... tell me like, "Oh man, you could have gotten more for that." I'm like, dude, I just wanted to get them the fuck out of the apartment. Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. you could. Uh, there was a what the uh, Funko Pop like Charizard that my boss bought at like one of the cons we did this year. I and, Charizard uh, the like most sought after thing for anything that's useless. Yeah, I, but it's like going online for like eleven hundred bucks. Like, or it has sold a few times for that. And so he gave it to uh, someone I work with, and he was like, "Hey, if you can sell it for more than eleven hundred dollars, you can keep the difference." And so the guy posted it just to kind of see, and it was like somebody was interested at thirteen, but then essentially, like after you take out after you take out all the fees on eBay. He would have made like twenty five dollars. <laughs> um, so oh, he was just man. like, "Why am I doing this for him? Like, this isn't like so I can make twenty five bucks. Like, that's yeah, not, yeah, that's, that's not to my benefit to do yeah, that. No, you you should, uh, like, you get to keep the difference, and for doing the work and negotiating and packaging up and selling it, you get to keep ten percent of the. Yeah, but like, and here's the that's crazy what the thing. fee should have been. He didn't buy it for eleven hundred dollars. Oh no, of course not. He yeah. bought it for like let's say seven hundred or six fifty or something like that. But then he saw that it was going for eleven hundred dollars. Right. So he was like, if you can make more than eleven hundred dollars, what I would make off of it then you can keep the difference. And that was kind of the thing where it's like, all of this is profit to you. If I sell it over really anything you paid for, you know? Um, but yeah, that was just like an insane thing. So 
I mean, all, you just described capitalism. Like, you just, like that's <laughs> yeah. all that's, that's all that I is. That. I got to do yeah. it through Charizard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, kids would have a better grasp on uh, yeah. the uh, the spiraling out of control and exploitation of, of uh, workers under the capitalist system if you just use Charizard Funko Pops. I was trying to think of some sort of like evolution pun, but I got nothing, man. <laughs> I uh, just recently, this past week, as somebody who is nearly 40 years old just started playing the pokemon card game oh <laughs> really dear. yeah is it fun I, is it like similar it's to fun. magic the gathering it's very similar to magic it's a little bit it's a little bit simpler to sure, play sure but magic has five card types so if you buy a booster pack to like you know boost up a deck that you have mm-hmm. you you're more likely to get a type that can go with your deck. And but, does that prevent, like, is that, that helps with the new version of COVID-19? Yes. Yeah. As well, or <laughs> mRNA. Okay. Uh, the, but Pokemon has t- like 12 types. So if you get a booster pack that has 10 cards in it, the chances yeah. that you're going to get like one that works with your deck yeah. is pretty slim. Oh shit. So yeah, it's, it's a giant uh, money pit. That was like, I never got into the cards. I tried I, and I was I like, should have ah. known in advance that it was going to be, you got to pay a lot of money to do very little things. Like magic is pretty similar. If I don't, I just naturally inherit everybody's old ass cards that they don't even fuck around with anymore. After mm-hmm. they've taken all the good shit out, I have everybody's old magic cards that I make decks with, but so I don't spend that much money on it, but getting into Pokemon, like I'm like 60 bucks in and I don't have very much shit. At all. <laughs> gotta, I mean, you're like, I got to catch them all, man. Yeah, well, I don't. Um, got we, were, to. <laughs> we were working on some card stuff uh, in the back end with work, trying to get all that set up. Uh, but basically, so I had to look at a lot of Magic the Gathering stuff, and but I was first looking at like sports card stuff, and then I switched over to Magic the Gathering, and I was like, I legit do not know what's going on with Magic the Gathering. Like there was like it was like a werewolf, uh, like a hunky werewolf, and then there was like <laughs> fighting this other thing, and it was like. Uh, Azalan versus uh, Jubadu. Like, yeah, you know, it's just, like, I don't, I don't know what magic this is, is super crazy weird right now because now it has adopted uh, Dungeons and Dragons and Lord of the Rings into it. Now. Yeah, the, yeah, so they they made that one ring card that got oh, yeah. sold to Post <laughs> yeah, Malone yeah. for two point one million dollars. Yeah, I saw that video when it came out. That was didn't, wild. Didn't they come out? I think with like a Godzilla expansion pack at one point on. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, so okay, I, I saw so, some of the artwork from that. I'm like, this is fucking gorgeous. I was like, I, if so you want to get some Godzilla boosters and play a game, I'm down. They're no. turning into Legos, <laughs> then. Uh, yeah, because yeah, Legos when they started getting into like you know Star Wars Legos. Yeah, and blah, blah, they, blah. they're like so like. So you said, uh, what were the two things that they absorbed? You said, well, they, Dungeons uh, and Dragons, uh, Wizards of the Coast bought um, Magic the Gathering or. The other way. I don't know. Wizard of the Coast is the company that now owns both Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering. Okay. okay. They didn't always own both. I can't remember that's which funny. one that's, which, though. That's one of those things that I feel like uh I feel like is like a a prophecy that had to come true because people just used them interchangeably. Yeah. You know, oh, you playing that Dungeons and Dragons card game again? <laughs> you know, like like it's just all it's like calling every gaming system Nintendo. Yeah. You right. know, and and now eventually they absorb into each other so they can become one Yeah, it's like force. when Streets of Rage and Final Fight had 
one of the same just characters. like it just like yeah. it yes exactly yeah. 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 ubiquitous situation that we're all familiar with yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, to, to anyone listening i wanted to put it in terms that you would understand sure yeah. <laughs> let's break it down for the layman there. yeah yeah i uh, throw out there by the way uh vic uh just as a warning sign um pokemon is up to at least 900 pokemon across the span of all those games that have been coming out so uh, you might want to abandon ship before you get started. Uh, I got a, I got one of the ones that you were talking about that was so ridiculous. They have a uh, chandelier card. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just a, it looks like a chandelier. It's a chandelier, <laughs> but it's cool because it's part ghost type, which is pretty cool. So go ghost type isn't in the card game. Oh fuck that shit then. <laughs> Do you think? Okay, so I know you all were talking about Pokemon evolution and stuff like that, but like. As a Christian, is there like a different angle I could get <laughs> You're into it? Yeah, is there a Christian version of Pokemon where there they take is, the evolution? There is a Pokemon. There's a version of Pokemon's version of God, um, uh, Arceus, which I think is supposed to be like the god of Pokemon, if I remember correctly. It, it, do they call it Poke Image of God instead of Man? Probably like, <laughs> because we were made in His image. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am now googling Christian trading card game. Oh, uh, this wow. is You know, it uh, would All right, how how much money do we have to get donated to this podcast to film us all playing a game of this tr- Christian trading card game? $5. I mean, I'll do it for nothing. <laughs> like, uh, but that's not the good. Um It's called Redemption. Redemption. Oh. You know Ooh. what would be badass? Well, there's also portal, portals and profits. Portals and profits. <laughs> that one's more interesting. I'm pretty actually. sure that band played with Under Oath a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what if you took? What if you made a genuinely badass RPG with all of the characters from the Bible, and like used the, like whatever a Final sto- Fantasy Bible? Yeah, but like that would like be sick, you actually. have like Samson, you know, he's like got super strength and shit. You've got and Bruce Dickinson uh, sings for him. Yeah, you've got uh, <laughs> uh, was it Lazarus? Um, that uh, wasn't he the guy that rose from the dead? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well I, uh, you've got like La- to- like Lazarus is super hard to kill. Um, you could you could have like Jesus is, he is like he cut his hair off or whatever. No, uh, Lazarus, no, that's Samson. Uh, that's he, Samson. He, uh, he, yeah, lost he all came his back from the dead after three days. Um, uh, oh yeah, he was one of the zombie people. Okay, yeah. yeah, like Lazarus is super hard to kill. Jesus is a like a medic. He's like a healer. Um, <laughs> like you could you could but like turn them into like gnarly super buff looking versions of them of the of their bible you know character they're super like that buff would, virgins virgin <laughs> virgins uh well that's just assumed that's just assumed. actually we should like, just call the virgins. game buff virgins but like like <laughs> uh moses like moses has the power to like you know like part the land in front of him yeah um you uh you've got you could have the pharaoh uh, as like an enemy or like a villain in it so it'd be um, like a Zelda kind of like big kingdom kind of yeah. like map. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You have uh uh who was it? Uh Daniel. Uh was he the one or was it Joseph in the Technicolor uh, the <laughs> coat of many colors? Daniel was in the <laughs> Who Lion's did the dreams? Den. Who like who like had the visions that was Justin of Justin uh, Rhodes? That was Joseph. That was Joseph. Joseph, yeah, Joseph like is like a seer, in, like he's like a you know, he's like I love like the gift of prophecy or whatever. Um, basically like he, he, his, uh, 
what is uh, intuition? His intuition is like jacked up, you know, because he he kind of like has visions and and stuff. He could hear what women wanted. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I think that would. I don't know. I think there's. Uh, I think there's room to to make that game. So yeah, we should we should make that. I, th- I think what it should, uh, you should have like a character, like what would be like a Lakitu kind of character, like the, uh, I don't know if I pronounced it right, but in Mario, where it's like in where Mario Kart. he throws Kart, the spiky guys down at you? <laughs> no, he's like the guy that, uh, I think in like Mario 64, he's the camera. Uh, but in it's like Mario. Guy, oh, he's okay, also yeah, the same yeah. guy that throws the spiky guys down. Too. Oh, okay. Same okay. <laughs> so, but it needs to be some through line character in the RPG that's able to go through the history of the Bible. So you need some like kind of immortal being, I guess would that can traverse through it. So is yeah. it like an angel is you're playing as an angel or I don't know. No, or maybe I guess it just you should play matter. as God really. Well, no, I think that you play as these characters, like you choose which character you want to be or, and, and oh, yeah, well, essentially like, like a final fantasy, you have your team. Yeah. And like on. each, each character has its, has, you know, has their, uh, pros and cons, you know, like, like there's so many badass, very small characters from the, like Jacob, Jacob literally wrestled with God, you know, like, like he, like that's a story in the Bible. So the one where you could like see his butt or whatever. We just start. <laughs> I, I, there's really a thing in the Bible where somebody wrestles God and they saw his butt or something. Yeah. Uh, Would you start as Adam? Um, maybe. And you're cast out and you have to like travel through the land. Well, like, the Genesis battling story, all doesn't of these, it start like, before Adam? Yeah, but I mean, okay, y- y'all are y'all are completely yeah. y'all are brainstorming this to death. Yeah, you just yeah, start yeah. you okay, let's say you start as Adam. Everybody starts as Adam, and then you have to battle <laughs> these characters. Um, and they have like weak points and stuff, and and like well, it's, it's kind of like Adam. Who would you b- be battling? Because you're living in Eden. The There's snake. no battle. No, but that's not. It's the land. Like you just travel throughout this land that contains all of these characters from the Bible. And there's you know? like missions. So exactly, it's like, exactly. It's yeah. not. You don't have to. Like you're not following the narrative of the Bible. If you want to do that, just fucking read the Bible. God oh, damn so it. we're getting no, we're doing the, the, the Hollywood game. treatment on it. Yes, okay. a thousand yeah. percent. We're yeah, trying to make good. a profit with this. Yeah, um, trying to make a profit with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, folks, for listening to another week of George Center. We appreciate all of your support uh, on the Patreon. Um, thank you so much, as always. Uh, shout out to everyone who's ever supported us in any way. We love you. We'll see you next week. Ding. Well, specifically, it's about. Um, Hey, let's do that smoother so it sounds like we're professionals. Okay. Um, I'm going to leave this part in, though. God damn it. (laughs) I'm just kidding.